0: Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible Reading Plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Yesterday in Romans 6, Paul talked about the triumphant of grace over sin and asked, can we continue to sin because God's kindness and grace will increase? Well, Jesus sacrificed his life on the cross to pay for our sins. So does that mean it's okay to keep sinning? And Paul said, what a terrible thought. Today I'm reading from Romans 7, and it's joined to God's anointed one. I write to you, dear brothers and sisters, who are familiar with the law. Don't you know that when a person dies, it ends his obligation to the law? For example, a married couple is bound by the law to remain together until separated by death, but when one spouse dies, the other is released from the law of the marriage. So then if a a wife is joined to another man while still married, she commits adultery, but if her husband dies, she is obviously free from the marriage contract and may marry another man without being charged with adultery. So, my dear brothers and sisters, the same principle applies to your relationship with God. For you died to your first husband, the law, by being co-crucified with the body of the Messiah. So you are now free to marry another, the one who was raised from the dead, so that you may now bear spiritual fruit for God. When we were merely living natural lives, the law, through defining sin, actually awakened sinful desires within us, which resulted in bearing the fruit of death. But now that we have been fully released from the power of the law, we are dead to what once controlled us, and our lives are no longer motivated by the obsolete way of following the written code, so that now we may serve God by living in the freshness of a new life in the power of the Holy Spirit. So what shall we say about all this? Am I suggesting that the law is sinful? Of course not. In fact, it was the law that gave us the clear definition of sin. For example, when the law said, do not covet, it became the catalyst to see how wrong it was for me to crave what belongs to someone else. It was through God's commandment that sin was awakened in me and built its base of operation within me to stir up every kind of wrong desire. For in the absence of the law, sin hides dormant. I once lived without a clear understanding of the law. But when I heard God's commandments, sin sprang to life and brought with it a death sentence. The commandment that was intended to bring life brought me death instead. Sin by means of the commandment, built a base of operation within me to overpower me and put me to death. So then, we have to conclude that the problem is not with the law itself, for the law is holy and its commandments are correct and for our good. So did something meant to be good become death to me? Certainly not. It was not the law, but sin unmasked that produced my spiritual death. The sacred commandment merely uncovered the evil of sin so it could be seen for what it is. For we know that the law is divinely inspired and comes from the spiritual realm. But I am a human being made of flesh and trafficked as a slave under sin's authority. I'm a mystery to myself, for I want to do what is right. But end up doing what my moral instincts condemn. And if my behavior is not in line with my desire, my conscience still confirms the excellence of the law. And now I realize that it is no longer my true self doing it, but the unwelcome intruder of sin in my humanity. For I know that nothing good lives within the flesh of my fallen humanity. The longings to do what is right, are within me. But willpower is not enough to accomplish it. My lofty desires to do what is good are dashed when I do the things I want to avoid. So if my behaviour contradicts my desires to do good, I must conclude that it's not my true identity doing it, but the unwelcome intruder of sin hindering me from being who I really am. If people feel fine without the law, why did God give it? Because sin is real and dangerous. Just imagine a sunny day at the beach. You've just plunged into the water and it feels great. Suddenly you notice a sign with no swimming, sharks in water. You're not happy. Is it the sign's fault or the person that put it there? Of course not. God's law is like that sign. We have to be grateful. Let us pray. My Father in heaven, I don't want to be half yours and half the world's any longer. I want to be all yours. Show me those things I allow into my mind that keep me from you and that interfere with your plans for me. And then. Give me the strength to turn from them and once again to keep my mind set on you, my precious Father. Amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible Reading Plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day.